Well, praise God, here we are one more time with the good news that Jesus Christ is Lord. Come on, let's give him a shout of praise and magnify the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We want to welcome each one of you that are viewing with us somewhere in the world. You know, when I say somewhere in the world, sometimes people on Facebook, they think, well, uh, we're, we're, we're not all over the world, but you know, we don't only just come on on Facebook. We're on right at this very moment. We're on Lightcast. We're on Roku. We're on Apple TV. We're on Fire TV. We're on Android TV. Um, and I, across TV. So we're, we're just on all kinds of different places where people are watching in the world. And so we're here tonight to encourage you and to tell you that Jesus is alive and well. And our subject tonight is because he lives. Because he lives, we can face tomorrow. So I'm just expecting something good to happen. And uh, why don't you that are watching on Facebook, why don't you just invite your friends to come along and be along with us. There's a little share button there. You can just uh, uh, click that little button right there that says share if you're on your phone or your iPad or whatever pad you got. I happen to have an iPad, but uh, whatever kinds you have. And let's just bring people in tonight because you know what? I got up this morning and I began to pray. And I didn't know what my subject was going to be until I was in prayer this morning. And when I was in prayer, the Holy Spirit just began to hover over me. And as He began to hover over me, I felt like I just needed to talk about Jesus because He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. He's the great I Am. He's the Lily of the Valley. He's the bright and the morning star. He's the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, the end, the first, the last. Well, I'm telling you, Jesus is my Lord. And I hope that you've made Him your Lord as well. You know, I believe in Jesus and I believe that He is alive right now. No, He's not hanging on the cross anymore he's not in the tomb but he is at the right hand of the father making intercession for you and me right now he lives and, and he lives in you he he lives in me does he live in you you hear him? does he live in you well so he's not just alive but he's alive inside us and because he lives in you and 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 me we can live today a happy life a successful life and we can face tomorrow without fear and intimidation and we can trust him with everything that we will face i'm telling you i know that is i know that is true because i do that every day I have to face, I don't have to, but I face what I face with the goodness of God and the blessings of God, the strength of God, the power of God, and the anointing of God. The anointing of God just destroys the yokes of the enemy. So let's pray and get ready for a Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost night tonight. I'm just believing the Lord that some people are going to be touched and that they're going to be blessed. 
in a supernatural way and I want to say blessings to you flame it's good to see you watching always and you get ready sister something good is going to come your way something good is going to happen to you sister flame and you don't even know it yet but God is doing something and he's doing something for all of us and the Wilsons somehow you guys are going to overcome this thing and that's not going to be a cross on your back and a load on your back somehow God is going to come through for you. You just get ready. Anyway, it's good to see uh, all of you that are watching here on Facebook and you that's on uh, Lightcast. I can see the ones that's talking to me. But let's go to prayer and let's believe God tonight. Father, tonight as we come into the throne room of grace, we're here again another time to encourage people and to talk about your word that is alive, that's active, that's sharper than any two-edged sword. And I pray, Holy Spirit, everyone that's watching wherever they may be in the world whatever their needs are I just ask Holy Spirit that you will break every yoke you will destroy every yoke you'll break every chain and tonight will be a night that this, those that are watching that are frustrated those that are going through things I pray right now Lord that you'll just minister to them right now and Lord just bless Joyce Ann Wilson I just saw where she just clicked on I'm watching so Joyce blessings to you I just believe the anointing of God's going to overflow and overshadow you and just bless you in a supernatural way so we'll just believe God that people's going to come on and watch on all the different apps and the ones that I can't see I'm just going to see you in the spirit and just believe God that he heals you he ministers to you he breaks the yokes in Jesus mighty name amen and amen. Well, somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, you know, uh, the Bible tells us in Revelations chapter 1, verses 17 and 18, it says, when I saw him, and this is the Apostle John uh, in the book of Revelation after he had had the vision or having the vision, and he said, when I saw him, I fell at his feet as if I were dead. Wow. When I saw him, that's how powerful it was to John. And if you and I could see him physically, I would say it would be the same with us. He said, he said uh, when I saw him, I fell at his feet as if, it were, if I were dead. But he laid his right hand on me and said, Don't be afraid. I am the first and the last. Wow. I am alive. Don't be afraid. I am the first and the last. And so if he's the first and the last, he's the middle and he's in between. So you get ready tonight because something good is going to happen. And then, then the next verse it says, but I am the living one. But now look, now he says, I am the living one. I died, but look, I am alive forevermore. So whatever your situation is that you're going through right now, you, 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 it may be it may be big, it may, it may be something that, you know, you've never faced before, or it may be an ex extended case or extended problem that's been going on. And you say, well, why do you talk about 
things like this all the time because if you see what comes in on my computer on my phone on my laptop of the people that tells me what's going on in their life then you would understand why i do this you know a, a precious one uh, uh right before we came home just sent me a, a a detailed message telling me of what they're going through and how distraught they are and 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 stress and all kinds of things going on but you know what God is the God that will go beyond your stress. He will help you. He will make a way where there is no way. And, and I am excited tonight because I believe that. And then John 14 and 19, he said, as I, as I live a life of intercession for you at the right hand of God, you shall live a life of grace and peace and a life of glory hereafter. You shall, well, let me go back. As I live a life of intercession. In other words, what we're saying here, what the scripture is saying here, and this is just a paraphrase. I'm paraphrasing what the scripture says in John 14 and 19. I'm paraphrasing that and he's saying, I am alive and I'm, I'm going to the Father and I'm interceding your case to my Father. You say, that would happen for me? Yes, right now it's happening for you. So he said, don't be weary in well-doing for you shall reap in due season if you don't faint. So I just want to encourage you uh, that's coming in with us and watching with us that no matter what's going on, realize, realize Jesus is saying, as I live a life of intercession, for you at the right hand of God, you shall live a life of grace and peace here. So, uh, you know, we got some friends here and, and one of our, our church members, they just went through some big things and it cost them some money. And you know what? I'm sure your peace was disturbed. <laughs> I'm sure your days were, were uh, very difficult because it was one one price and then, and then something else and then something else. And that's what I'm talking about. You may be having an extended something that keeps going on and it seems like it's not going to stop. But tonight, the living God is going to do something for you. He's going to break the yokes. He's going to destroy the yokes and break the chains. Something good is going to happen. And then I want to tell you too in Matthew 11 and, and 28 and 30, he said, Come to me all ye that labor. Or come to me. I'm going to read this is in the, the, the uh, a different version. So I'm going to read it. I was going to quote it. But I'm going to read it in this version. I put it here. Come to me all of you who are tired from carrying heavy loads. <laughs> come to me all you that are tired of carrying heavy loads. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke and put it on you. And learn from me. Because I am gentle and humble humble in spirit and you will find rest for the yoke I will give you is easy and the load I put on you is light. <laughs> that should change everything about you no matter what's going on right now because he said, he said if you're tired from carrying a heavy load. You know, um, 
I had the sweetest little mother. Uh, I had the sweetest little mother. But you know, my mother was a warrior. And I've said this before on the webcast. When she wasn't, uh, Al, when she wasn't um, worrying, she, had, she, was gonna, she was worrying what she's going to have to worry about. And, and you know, all of the worrying never fixed one of mama's problems. And so I want to say to you that are worrying and you're just, you're just having a bad day today, it's time to get your head up because he lives. Jesus Christ lives on the inside of you. And he said, come to me all you that are tired from carrying heavy loads, I'll give you rest. Now I know I've already said that, but I want you to get the message tonight. He said, take my yoke on you. And you know when sometimes people think about a yoke, they think they're all yoked up. But actually the metaphor here in this particular scripture, it's actually talking about yoking two animals together so that they can work together and it would be easier for them as they are plowing or doing whatever they're doing. So a yoke is not, in, unless it's a yoke of bitterness or a yoke of unforgiveness or a yoke of, uh, of sin or a yoke of adultery or some, some wrong yoke, then that's a different story. But when you're yoked to Jesus, he's taking your load. He's, he's bearing your load. So hold your head up and get ready. You know, I love the old song that, that was written by Gloria Gaither uh, back in the 70s. And it's because he lives. And you know, a lot of people probably don't realize that when she wrote that song, right before she wrote that song, she, she had just had her third child. And it was on New Year's Eve. And she was having a... A, a terrible time. She she had been a teacher, uh, and uh, um, and and she and her husband both Bill, uh, uh, you know, had music experience, and 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 a lot of times she would write the song. He put the music to it. But she was going through a real hard time, and she said, "I was just in fearful, and I, I was just holding my baby, and I was rocking my baby, and but I was fearful for the baby growing up. What kind of world is it growing up in?" And you know, she thought in the early seventies things was bad. Ooh, what about now? You know, but God's not changed. The word is not changed. The protector is still here. And you know, back in those days, they weren't having shootings everywhere like they are right now. But you know what? She, he's the same God that gave her this song because he lives. She said she was there rocking her baby and it was New Year's Eve and the beginning of another year and she was just, just, just really having a hard time. But she said she began to pray and all at once a peace just came over her. And, and then she wrote this beautiful song, and it goes like this. God sent his son. They called him Jesus. He came to love, heal, and forgive. He lived and died to buy my pardon. An empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives. Oh, I could, I could just, just stop and just cry there for a moment. I'm telling you, I, I could. And then, it's, and then people probably wonder the second stanza or the second verse of the scripture, why it was written the way it was. Well, I just explained it to you. She was holding her newborn baby. And it says, how sweet to hold a newborn baby and feel the pride and joy he gives. But greater still, the comfort, the calm assurance, the child can face uncertain days because Jesus lives. See, uh, God will calm you. And I know there's some people right now, uh, Pastor, that song 
that's the song that I heard in jail in 1995 that made me hit my knees and ask God to help me because he lives I can face tomorrow thank you for sharing that thank you for sharing that well hello Lori I hadn't seen you in a long time it's sure glad that you're tuning in tonight I pray for you all the time Lori and your mother and and especially I just pray for you and just believe good things is happening but see that second verse how sweet let me go over it again how sweet to hold a newborn baby and feel the pride and joy he gives but greater still the calm assurance the child can face uncertain days because he lives and then the third verse it goes like this and then one day I'll cross the river I'll fight life's final war with pain and then as death gives way to victory I'll see the lights of glory and I know he lives and then the chorus goes because he lives I can face tomorrow because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know who holds the future and life is worth living just because he lives. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, uh, what, what, would you, what would we do without Jesus? You know, the people that's in this room and you that's serving God and you that's watching me uh, and, that are children of God, what would you do if you didn't have Jesus? You know, sometimes the things that happens to us in life, there just seems like it's bigger than life itself sometimes when things goes, go, go wrong. But you know what? When I hear this course, I wish I could sing, Be because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future. And life is worth the living just because He lives. Thank y'all for helping me out and covering me up here a little bit. But I'm telling you, I'm so fired up. I am so fired up with this thought that Jesus lives and He lives in you. He lives inside of me. And it's time that we recognize the life of God, the living Christ, instead of recognizing and giving way to all of the problems that's going on. And, and let me just go back to what Kay said. This is the song that I heard in, in jail in 1995 that made me hit my knees and ask God to help me. I'm just praying that somehow this will cause somebody to hit their knees and call on the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and let Him move in your heart and in your life. You know, whatever, whatever your, your need is, God's power is here and available right now. God's power is here and available right now. Come on, let's believe God. Say, whatever it is. And one of the things that you need to do is put a demand. Begin to exercise your faith. Begin to believe God. When Kay said she heard this song in 1995 when she was in jail, she said, I fell on my knees. Well, she did something. See, if we can just read the Bible. We can hear the scriptures. We can listen to preachers. We can listen to songs. But what we have to do is act our faith we have to press into that anointing and God's power is here 
and He lives on the inside of you. Put a demand right now on God's power to relieve uh, what's going on and so you can receive what you need. And see, I believe people are going to be touched by the power of God tonight as we're meeting here together. And I still believe in the healing power of God. I still believe in miracles. I still believe the same Jesus that walked the earth and cast out demons and healed the sick. I still believe in that God tonight. I st- oh, Don Clowers, you've got to slow down just a little bit. You've got a whole another 40 minutes to go here. So you just better slow down just a little bit. Just bear with me a minute. I'm telling you, I've been meditating this thing all day long, all day long. You know, I, I, I didn't even go anywhere today. I just stayed in and stayed in these scriptures and I meditated in them and I just said, God, somehow I want people to understand that you live on the inside of them and they don't have to be beat up. They don't have to be beat down. They don't have to be given in and given up and surrendering to the evil and to the enemy. But greater is he that's within them than he that was in the world so rise up right now you know when Paul was in jail he wrote these words he said uh, in Philippians 1 and 9 he said for I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ in other words he said there's enough supply from God that I'm going to be delivered from this jail and he said it's through Jesus Christ so I want to say there's enough there's a big supply God does God's not limited with power God's not limited with anointing no he's not God is unlimited and and he he said he, he said I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer see your prayers are effective your fair your your prayers are effective and so don't say well I pray for uh, I, I can't pray it just seems like nothing happens or when I pray it seems like I'm hitting a brick wall well I, the Bible didn't say anything about what it felt like you come in faith it's not what you feel like you know there's sometimes that I pray and I don't feel anything either <laughs> just because I don't feel anything I know the word of God is alive I know that it's active I know it's powerful and I know that God will do what he says and see as I said I've been meditating I got to slow down here just a little bit (laughs) I got to slow down see I I just been meditating in this and I just been getting higher and higher and higher you know I've never smoked weed I've never smoked any of that stuff I don't know what it does to you and uh, and, and people talk about getting high. Well, I don't know what it is to get high off of worldly things, but I'll tell you, I know what it is to get high on the Holy Ghost. And I've been high on the Holy Ghost because I've been washing myself with the water of the Word. Now, not just today. I do this every day. You know, when I was lying down going to sleep last night, I was having a little... Little one of those times that just sleep just didn't come on me. Uh, I was wanting sleep. Come on, sleep. Come on. So it didn't come. So I just started quoting scriptures in my mind. I didn't say them out loud because I don't want to keep my wife awake. I don't want to keep Pastor Sharon awake. So I just lie there in the bed and I'll just quote scriptures and it'll just go over and over and over. It took it a little while last night, but I boy, I mean, I got the scriptures in. So I woke up this morning and actually, uh, when I woke up this morning, guess what? I was quoting scriptures I was quoting scriptures when I woke up and he said uh, 
Again, I know this will turn out for my deliverance. So whoever you are that's facing something right now, whatever you're going through right now, whatever it is, just believe God that it's going to turn out for your deliverance. Because God is right there with you where you are. See, there's a supply of the Spirit. There's a supply of the Spirit for healing tonight. For financial provision, for breakthroughs, for breakout, for people, uh, for people in their home that's having a crisis and, and need a miracle. So exercise your faith with me right now for whatever you need. Is it financial? Is it a financial need that you need? Uh, whatever it is that you need just right now, just start releasing your faith. Come on, come on, wherever you are, just start just start making a noise. Just start shouting. You say, well, I, I, I'm, I'm in a place I can't do that. Well, it's okay if you're in a place you can't do it. If you, but you're by yourself just saying, I know He lives. I know He's alive. I know He'll make a way where there's no way. Now, I want to say it again. There is a supply of the Spirit for healing for somebody tonight. And you know what? I'm believing for me. Amen. Come on. I'm believing for me. See, this is for me just as much as it is for you. But uh, there, And I want to repeat it again. There's a supply for somebody to have a breakout. <clears throat> uh, yeah, and Kay saying, there's power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. <laughs> yes, there is. There is power in the blood of the... Oh, aren't you glad for the blood that Jesus shed for you and me? I am so glad for the blood. You know, in Luke 6, 19, it's talking about Jesus, and it said, And the whole multitude sought to touch Him, for power went out from Him and healed them all. So what I, I, I would want to say to you is just like it was in the days of the Bible when Jesus was there, He's not here in the room, but I'll tell you right now, He's in the He's inside you. He's not physically standing in the room like He was when the Bible says here in Luke 6, 19, and the whole multitude sought to touch Him. Why? Calm down, calm down. Why did the whole multitude seek to touch Jesus? They knew there was a power source. They knew there was a supply. And they said, I, I just want to get close enough to touch Him. The whole multitude sought to touch Him for power went out from Him. And, and look at this, what it says. And He healed them all. Now, I know that was Jesus then, but He lives inside of you. He said, I'm going away, but I'll send you another comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. We have the Holy Ghost on the inside of us, so just right now, just be, be like Jesus is there and reach out and touch Him. See, the reason I'm here tonight, I'm here to pray for you. I'm here to uh, believe God for you that, that, that's dealing with depression. That the depression is going to be broken off of you. You that's been dealing with fear. That that fear is going to be gone. And I'm believing those tormenting thoughts. That you've been dealing with. Somebody's been dealing with tormenting thoughts. And I just believe right now. That the yoke is going to be destroyed. From those tormenting thoughts. Uh, somebody that's got a disease. Somebody that's got a disease. I don't know what it is. But I, somebody said. Uh, do you really believe in healing today? Yes I do. 
Yes, I do. You know, I, I know we don't hear healing preached about as much as we used to. And, and, uh, uh, and I know there's a lot of preaching and teaching about how to have money and different things and all that's alright. But I'm telling you, God still physically heals bodies. The Bible said He did in 1 Peter 2, 24, who Himself bear our sins in His own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. So let's take the word. Wash yourself with that word. Wash, wash yourself with that word. Wash yourself with that word. And you'll be like me. You'll get so excited you can't sit still. See, start believing with me right now. Start believing with me right now. And, and get ready to receive. And you know what? I, 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 was just, I was just basking in the Lord and I was sitting at my, my, my computer and I was uh, writing some things and, and, and doing some things. And, and all at once I just stopped and I said, Lord, I want a fresh touch. I, I want revival in my heart. I, I, I just want a move of God. I just want an outpouring. I just want to be lost in the Spirit. You know, I don't, that being lost in the Spirit doesn't mean that I'm so heavenly minded. I'm no earthly good. But I just want to, I, I, I want to be lost in the Spirit. I want, to be, I want to be overcome with the glory of God so that when the devil comes, I can say, I resist you, Satan. I rebuke you, Satan. In the name of Jesus get off my back get out of my mind get out of my kids get out of my family quit bothering me go in Jesus name see when you begin to get in the presence of God and refreshed in the spirit instead of taking all of that stuff on instead of just taking it on and, and, and re, re, rethinking it and rethinking it and rethinking all the bad stuff you ain't got enough power on your own to fix stuff that you with other people but the power of the Holy Ghost because he lives on the inside. Oh, calm down. Here I am again. Whew. The power of God is, is living on the inside of you. So right now, just stand up and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Begin to rebuke and resist the devil. Don't let him. The Bible says resist him and he will flee from you. So that's what I believe. You know, and I want to say it again. I, as I was sitting there at my computer, I just said, Lord, I want a fresh touch today. I want a renewal. I want, I, I want something that uh, that will just come out of me and, and just get on people. And when I say something, I'm talking about the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about the anointing of God that's alive and alive forevermore. So let me tell you, I'm here because I want to help you, because I want to impart to you the goodness of God. See, Mark 10, 46. Jesus was walking by a blind man uh, and his name was Bartimaeus. I think about this all the time in, in Mark chapter 10, 46. And this, he was there begging. You know what? But somebody said, Jesus is coming by. Jesus is coming by. Well, evidently he had heard about Jesus. And so what he did, he began to cry out, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And see, that's what I want you to do right now. I want you to start saying, Jesus, I know you're alive. See, 
see, Bartimaeus could, could not see, but he heard and he knew Jesus was coming. So he started doing something. He started doing the right thing. He started calling on Jesus. See, some people's talking about the problem all the time. Quit talking about the problem all the time. Start talking about the goodness of God. Talk about the, uh, the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And it's, and it's, and it's, Bartimaeus begin to cry out. Some of the people standing there say, "You old beggar! You, you old beggar! You, you just be quiet." Now, Jesus don't have any time for you. There's thousands of people around here, and so you just be quiet. But you know what? He didn't let that bother him. He just cried out, "Thou son of David, have mercy on me!" Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And I, I, I just believe right now. I just believe right now, if, if you'll be like Barnabas, if you'll just cry out, I know Jesus will hear you. He will answer you. He will make a way where there is no way. Then we see in Matthew 7, verses 7 and 8, he says, Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. Now, you say, well, I know that scripture. Well, do you do what the scripture says? Ask and you shall receive and it will be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone, for everyone, didn't just say some. He said, for everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds and to him who knocks it will be open you know I read that today and I said you know Lord I've asked a lot of times and I didn't get it uh, sometimes I, I, I sought and I didn't find sometimes I knocked and it didn't open but you know what I just ask again I just seek again I just knock again I just keep on because it says for everyone who asks receives and he who seeks find and to him who knocks it will be open so tonight if you're going through a if you're going through a dark time if you're going through a a dark time you know if you're going in that dark tunnel let Jesus be your light let Jesus be your lord <clears throat> and I told you when we first come on that how that we all <coughs> excuse me <coughs> we all have these things that we have to face but you know what we have Jesus he he is alive and that song that we were you know, it's trying to sing because he lives. I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, life is worth a living. Life is worth living because Jesus lives on the inside of you. And then, and then I love this. I, I, I used to use this scripture so much and I still do. In Luke 4.18, the spirit of the Lord, Jesus quoting from Isaiah, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Now, I tell people often, the poor, the poor is not people that don't have money. Obviously, people are poor that don't have money. But that's not what that scripture is referring to. The poor is those that are not saved, those that don't have the gospel, those that don't have deliverance, those that don't have the, the peace of God in their heart. And he says, he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor or to the lost. And he said, he sent me to heal the broken hearted. So if you got a broken heart tonight, as you're connecting with me, see, they connected with Jesus and they, 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 they said they 
pressed in and he healed the multitude. They wanted to touch him. And Bartimaeus got healed because he cried out. Well, right now, don't cry out the problem. Cry out to Jesus, the healer, the deliverer. And God has sent me here on this webcast. God has sent me here on this webcast to preach the gospel, to encourage you and to tell you. You know, I'm not without situations going on in my life at this moment. You think I'm sitting here and I don't have things that I'm facing and things that I'm going through and that I've got family members, um, you know, one or two that's, that's just not doing what they should be doing and, and, and letting the devil just whack them over the head and some of the things they're doing. I, I wouldn't even want to talk about it here on the air. But I'll tell you one thing. I know one thing. I have prayed Matthew 9.38 that uh, Matthew 9.38 that labors will be sent to them and the devils of hell will, will start crying out. You know, just like when Jesus walked into those that place where the man was bound by demons and they started crying out Lord Jesus why have you come to torment us before our time and they cried and they screamed and they finally couldn't stand it and they said let us let us go in the pigs let us go into the pigs they, they just wanted to get away so Jesus just rebuked the devil and those demons got in the pigs well I want to tell you one thing the demons may be screaming at you and crying out at you but glory to God greater is his power that's within you than he that's within the world world and he has sent me tonight to proclaim liberty to, to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed so depression broken hearted sickness disease captives uh, bondage uh, lost this is your night to find the living Christ you know when I was 15 years old I knew what I was called to do. I knew I was anointed to pray for people and to pray that they'd be set free. And so that's why I'm here tonight. No other reason. And you know, uh, we've all heard it. I've preached it so many times in Mark chapter 5. The woman that had the issue of blood for 12 years. She had been bleeding and, and you know, it looked like there was no hope. She gave all of her money to the doctors, but she didn't pay any attention to the crowd. She Well, she probably paid attention, but she didn't let the, the crowd and the people she pressed through and you know what I love this story so much I love it so much because she wasn't seeking attention she wasn't seeking anything she just wanted to touch the living Christ she said if I could touch him I know I'll be made whole if I can touch him I know I'll be made whole so she began to press through that crowd and while Jesus was ministering and turning in another direction she touched that robe and when she did, Jesus turned around and he said, who touched me? I'm feeling that right now. I'm feeling that right now. I'm feeling that right now that somebody is touching the Lord. Somebody's touching. Somebody's pressing in right now. Come on, press in with me. Press in with me. Oh, come on. Come on. The anointing of God. The anointing of God is here right now. Press in with me right now. Woo. Oh. David, let me just slow down here and, and, and I want to I just play you a little bit of this song because he lives and, and, and I'm just, you know, I, I'm, I'm just going to sit here for a minute and let you bask in the presence of the Lord and I, I, I'm going to pray, I'm going to believe God, I got more to say here but, but as soon as they can get this set up, I, I just want to play this song because he lives and as we I, I don't know how it is in the audience if you can hear this or not, but...
Oh, they call him Jesus. He lived and died. Come on and just worship the Lord. Just worship the Lord right now. Oh, yes. Come on. Come on. Because he lives, can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Come on. Come on. Come on. Just worship. Worship. I know who holds the future. Life is worth the living. Because he lives. Come on and worship with me right now. Worship. Mm. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. God's ministering to somebody. God's ministering to somebody. He's ministering right now. Come on. Come on. Come on now. Live. I can face tomorrow. Because he lives. All fear is gone. Because I know. Because he lives, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Come on and worship. Let him touch you. Let him minister to you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Worship you, Lord. Come on. Now, one more time. Come on, everybody. Let's worship. Because you leave, I can face tomorrow. Because you leave, all fear is gone. <laughs> because I know the whole my future. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Something is happening right now. Something's happening. Something's taking place right now. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. I don't know. When I say I don't know, I just, it's just so powerful. It's just so anointed right now. And I know this is 
probably a little odd for somebody and somebody said that guy acts like he's crazy <laughs> well I'll tell you I know I can't sing but that's why I had that song to play because it's so beautiful he lives he, he bought our pardon he bought our healing he bought our deliverance he, he came to, to make you free and to make you whole and so tonight I know something has happened in the spirit something has broken you know, I think about in Acts chapter 3 when Peter and John was going to the temple at the hour of prayer, the Bible said, and as they were walking by, there was this man that had been crippled and lame from his mother's womb. And he was sitting there with his begging cup out. He was, he was begging for money. But you know what? I like what Peter and John said. They said, we're not going to give you any money because we're going to give you something better than money. We're going to give you the power of God. And they said in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Well that's what I'm saying to you tonight. Just take the power of God. Rise up from your situation. Rise up from your situation. Rise up from your darkness. Rise up from your gloom. And stand up and realize. Because he lives I can face tomorrow. Life is worth a living because he lives. Well, God is so good. Acts 5 and 15. You know, you, Peter was ministering and people believed and brought sick people on beds. And they said if Peter's shadow would fall on them, they would be healed. Think about that. The power of God was so strong on Peter. Peter was ministering and the people believed and brought six people on beds. Can you imagine? The power was so... Oh, I, I, I would love it if I start seeing people start bringing people in here on beds. You say, well, pastor, you don't have the, the a big room. Well, I, I don't care. If they bring them in here on a bed, we'll move them over and so they can get... The, wouldn't it be so wonderful, though, in the churches if, if they start bringing people on beds and, and, and they get delivered and get set free, get... get totally uh, uh, healed and delivered and made whole from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. Well, you know, he was ministering. And you know what, what, what the, they said? That just if, if, if we can't get an, close enough to Peter to touch him, but if he'll just get close enough that his shadow may fall over us. Well, you know, as the sun moved, well, the shadow moved, and I can see them moving those beds. Can you just see them? Move over, move over. Would you mind moving over? Would you mind move, move over? What do you want me to move over for? Because the shadow's, just, the shadow's over there, and the sun's moving, and they kept moving. Well, God wants you to keep moving. God wants you to keep moving. God wants you to keep moving. I see this. I just see it right now in the Spirit. I, I see people right now. God wants you to keep moving. And, and you know, God is God right there where you are. You might be by yourself. You may be with somebody. doesn't matter. But greater is He that's within you than he that's within the world. You know, in Luke 5, Jesus was ministering. And there were so many people ministering. 
there were so many people he was ministering to in the building he was. I don't know how big the building it was, but this guy was on a, on a cot, and he got his friends to carry him on this bed. Again, here, see, people saw the manifestation of the power of God so strong, they brought them on beds. I remember in my big tents, when I used to have big tents taking them across the country, people would bring, they would bring people in ambulances and take them out and put them out. And, and I'll tell you, I'd lay hands on them and pray for them. And many people, uh, I remember I was in Chicago, Illinois, at the McCormick place. And I said, you get the, uh, <clears throat> you get the ambulance here and I'll pay. I'll pay for the ambulance to come the, the one way and drop them off because they're not going to need to go back and we had people brought in in Chicago at the McCormick place and I remember that service that healing service that Sunday afternoon it was so powerful uh, a man on the cot he'd been there I don't know a little cot they had him on but I just walked over and in the name of Jesus that man got up and began to shout and dance in the Holy Ghost and they, they sent the ambulance on they said we don't need you We're, the family's going to take him back because he, he didn't need to go back to the hospital. I'm telling you one thing. Greater is he that's within you than he that's within the world. So they, they, they couldn't get this man in. So can you imagine? Can you imagine? What if somebody, we, we had so many people right here, they start tearing our roof off. Oh my goodness. I'd have, right, I'd have quite a bill, wouldn't I? I would have quite a bill, wouldn't I? But you know what? It'd be worth it. If we had that many people here, the power of God was so strong. Let's believe for the power of God to come back in our churches. Let's believe for the power of God to come back in our homes where people are running down the streets and in the restaurants and wherever they are. And they're talking about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You know, uh, 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 they, they put that hole in the roof, let that man down. And when they let that man down, Jesus spoke the word and he instantly got up. Jesus said, take up your bed and walk. So I want to tell you, don't live with your problems. The man left the bed, he got up. Leave your problems. Don't stay in the problem. Don't, don't keep harboring the problems. You know what? Mark 6 and 56 said, Wherever he entered into the village, cities, or the country, they laid the sick in the marketplace and begged him that they might touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched him were made whole. As many as touched him were made whole. See, it's all through the Bible. I want to say it again. As many as were touched him, made him well. Uh, you know, I was thinking about a song that I hadn't remembered. Um, when, I, when I read this scripture today, as many as touched him were made whole. God is my sweet deliverer. I needed this so much. Father, thank you wonderful Savior. Yes, that's right. I am praising God with you, Deborah, that you're just going to have a deliverance right now and you're not going to put on that cap of worry and you're not going to wrap yourself in that blanket of, of crisis and fear. You know, we've wrapped ourselves in the wrong thing. Let's wrap ourselves in the love of Jesus and the Word of God. But you remember... I, I remember a song. I used to try to sing this song. I had an organist and people that would help me out. And But I used to sing this song. I think Jimmy Swagger used to sing it. But it's, uh, the, the title of the woman, song was Touching Jesus. And it was about the little woman. And it goes like this. A woman tried many positions yet grew worse. So to Jesus she came. And when the crowd tried to restrain her, to restrain her she whispered these words through her pain. Touching Jesus is all that matters. 
then your life will never be the same. There's only one way to touch him. Just believe. Believe when you call on his name. And then the last stanza of the verse says, I was bound when I knelt at the, that, I, I was bound when I knelt at the old altar. But they said Jesus could meet every need. And when this prisoner finally touched Jesus, he set me free. Praise the Lord, I am free <laughs> indeed. Woo, I'm never in myself a Holy Ghost time here right now. I'm telling you, I hope that you'll just open your heart and you let the Holy Ghost just start flowing through you and let him just bless you and minister to you. You know, um, I told you that, you know, I, 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 like everybody else, go through things. And physically, I've been challenged, you know, with some situations. But you know what? Uh, I don't let those situations just get me down. Sometimes it's very difficult. Sometimes it's very difficult. You know what? But I just keep pressing. I just keep praying to just keep believing God. Because I, I still believe in healing. I still believe in healing. I believe in the power of God. No matter what it looks like. No matter how long it has taken. I still believe in the power of God. How, how many years was it at the man at the, at the pool of Bethesda? Does anybody remember how many years it was? Uh, he had been there for years at the pool of Bethesda. One time each year, the angel would come down and trouble the waters. But one day, Jesus walked in there and said, you don't have to wait any longer. I'm here. Well, you don't have to wait any longer. And, and as I said, tonight I believe healing is in my body. I'm believing for healing in my body. Come on, pray with me. I'm believing for healing in my body. I'm, I'm going to say it again. I'm believing for healing in my body. You start believing for healing in your body. You know, I remember a story about Oral Roberts years ago. When he got a little older, he started wearing glasses. And when he started wearing glasses, he, he told the Lord, he said, Lord, he said, um, I, I don't, I, I, I'm bothered about this, Lord, because i got to wear these glasses. I'm a little older. And he said, I'm, I'm afraid when... I'm, I'm concerned that when people come up and want me to pray for their eyes, they'll see me wearing glasses and they'll say, well, he can't pray for me because he's wearing glasses. And he said he prayed and just kept telling the Lord. He said, I'm really concerned about this. And Oral Roberts says, you tell them, uh, you tell them the one that's doing the healing doesn't wear glasses. So uh, I, I might be having a little bit of pain. I may have a little bit of issue. But you know what? I'm praying the word. Oh, I'm speaking the word of God. I'm speaking life. I'm speaking. I'm not going to speak death. You may be having something going on in your life. But start speaking life. Amen. Amen. So I, I believe God that he's the God of miracles. I'm going to try to wind down now if I can. But I believe in the God of miracles. And I believe that somebody is getting miracles. I believe somebody's getting healing. I believe somebody's getting deliverance tonight. Oh, I'm telling you. I, I, I almost would have them play that song again because it, it was so powerful when we were singing that, when they were singing that song and we just moving in the spirit. But, but you know, there's another song. We, we have not sang it yet at our church. And I'm going to have our worship leader to leave this but it's, it's, it's about miracles and Jesus culture sings this song and it says it, it goes like this it's about miracles and, and, and let me read you this song the words of this song I wish I could sing it and it says the one who made the blind to see is moving in front of me <laughs> Woo! the one who made the blind to see is moving in front of me 
moving in front of me. The one who made the deaf to hear is silencing my every fear. Silencing my every fear. I believe in you. I believe in you. You're the God of miracles. I believe in you. I believe in you. You're the God of miracles. And then it says, the one who does impossible, reaching out to make me whole, reaching out to make me whole. The one who put death in its place, his life is flowing through my veins. His life is flowing through my veins. The God who was and is to come, the power of the risen one, the God who brings the dead to life. You're the God of miracles. You're the God of miracles. I want to tell you tonight, He is the God of miracles. Now I'm going to wind this down right now. Going to close a minute or two early if I can. But I want you right now as I pray this prayer. As I pray this prayer. David, I don't know if, if, if Josh can, can play that low beneath me or not. But if he can, I'd like to just go off with this. Because I, I, I sense the anointing of the Holy Ghost so strong. I feel the power of God in my body. I just feel healing in my body as well as with you. And so right now, Jesus is alive. Come on and just worship. Just worship right now. Worship right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Because he, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Oh, yes. I love you too, Kevin. Calvin, I love you too. Bless you, Calvin, from Knoxville. Hope to get to see you in just a couple of weeks. Going to be over there. Thank you, Jesus. Life's worth a living. Now I'm going to pray. Y'all can turn the music down just a little bit now. Father, this has been an awesome, awesome few minutes. That you've blessed us with your sweet and precious anointing. And as I came on the air, I was talking about all the different things that people go through. Whatever it is, they don't have to carry those burdens any heavy any longer because you said you would take those burdens you said you would take those burdens thank you Lord you said come to me all of you who are tired from carrying heavy loads and I'll give you rest take my yoke on you and put it on learn from me because I'm gentle and humble in spirit and you'll find yet rest for your, for the yoke that I will give you is easy, and the load I will put on you is light. God, take off the loads. Take everything they need tonight. Let healing, deliverance, finances, blessings, marriages, relationships. I just pray in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. and thank you for speaking the truth to us and teaching us about his love and the power 
we have inherited through Jesus Christ. Because he lives. Because he lives. As they fade the music out, I just want to tell you, Jesus loves you. I love you. So you receive. Spend the rest of the evening or morning wherever you're watching. We have inherited through Jesus Christ. Because he lives. Because he lives. As they fade the music out, I just want to tell you, Jesus loves you. I love you. So you receive. Spend the rest of the evening or morning wherever you're watching. Worshiping God in spirit and in truth. Bless you.